Peter, it was going up on my end. <laughs> my volume meter. Oh, okay. I'm so sad that I didn't press record yeah. a bit sooner. <laughs> you got a little too excited. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. Alright, are you ready to get started? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get it started. Let's do it. Alright, let's do it. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds Maybe More. My name is Michael, back with another week of nerdy things to talk about. And of course, with me, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing? I am doing pretty good. I had a very chill Saturday, uh, where I have had like a two-hour nap during the day. (laughs) It's awesome. It's been awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, since we started an hour later, for me at least, because Mm -hmm. I have rung ahead in time um, yeah. versus you. I went out and did grocery shopping with Selena this morning, so there was no napping. It was adulting early in the morning. <laughs> but that should open up the afternoon and the evening for just kind of hanging out. Do you actually go to the store still? Is that a thing over there? Because here, what I do is that I, I make a meal plan and I'm like, I want to make these dishes and then I go to an online store and I, I just order everything that, that I need for that and they'll deliver it to me and I don't don't have to leave the house. It's amazing. I mean, we could do that, but then it also runs the risk of when does it get delivered? Because if Selena and I are both at work, we don't work from home. Oh, but we get it delivered on Sundays. Oh, um, yeah. I'm I'm busy on Sundays. Fuzi's just gonna be sitting out there, and I'm gonna be like, I smite thee down. Like, are, are you not home on Sundays? Yes, You're just I gaming I, and doing stuff. It's exactly the perfect the, day to get deliveries. No, because the headphones are on, and I'm not going to stop my D and D session for anything other than getting another drink and using the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I did forget that you play D&D so early with us. Uh, because, you know, it's the evening for us. So I don't really think about it. But yeah, we, we get our delivery between 8 and 12, I think, uh, in the morning. Um, so, so I mean, <laughs> the Sundays were there early. You know, you, you get up early automatically because the doorbells, <laughs> obviously. So that's a little bit, you know, meh. But, but, but you know, just having, you know, a full, almost a full week's food just ready and you can just, you know, get home from work. When you get home from work, to start cooking and everything is just, you know, already, already thought out. It's perfect. I really enjoy it. I don't I don't mind going out to the grocery it's store. Not, no, it's not that I don't. We do that as well because we can't buy everything for a week and then that's it. So obviously we do still go to the store. But just the whole thing that, that when you're, you know, you're, you had a full work day and you come home from work and then you need to figure out what to, what to eat. Uh, th- that is just I-, I like this I prefer this <laughs> where it's just it's already planned out <laughs> well we get I get a we get a bunch of stuff like today we got a bunch of stuff that should last us probably like two three weeks mm. um, and then we pull stuff out the night before okay. so that it's re- defrosted ready to go and then I'll cook it when I get home from work okay yeah so yeah. food 101 on go. the two nerd podcast so <laughs> next um, week we'll talk about how we'll make an awesome casserole in the background you hear grilling and sizzling <laughs> <laughs> that's the fat starting to <laughs> all right 
Um, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, sorry, I need to turn off the fire alarm. <laughs> Just show how bad I am at it. Anyway, let's jump into some things that we have been watching. Uh, for those who don't know, I am a fan of racing games, and therefore I am also a fan of watching almost like any version of like motorsport racing. Uh, while I have not really been into NASCAR all that much, um, to be honest, it has nothing to do with the actual NASCAR racing. It's just due to the association of what type of person you are if you watch NASCAR. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous that that notion exists, but mm. it does exist. And I help perpetuate that by not watching NASCAR because I don't want to be associated with that. So <laughs> I should just be like out there and open and say, you know what? I watch it. I don't associate with a lot of what that group is supposedly all about, but mm. I still enjoy it. But speaking I do, of oh. speaking of NASCAR, by the way, and racing games and stuff, I, I remember that I used to play it, some kind of NASCAR game back in the days, probably almost twenty years ago. So you know, it, it wasn't awesome graphics back then. But one thing that I do remember was that uh, the the race list of the racers, mm -hmm. they they had like a, a, a list somewhere in the game files. And it had all the stats, so how mm -hmm. fast they were driving, how how quick their reactions were, and stuff like that. And you could edit that list. Oh, uh, so you could edit your <laughs> you could edit your own driver as well. So he, all of a sudden he's way faster than the other ones, and you know brakes works way better, and you know stuff like that. And it was you know one of the first times that I figured out how to cheat back in the days. <laughs> I mean, I don't really like doing those kind of things today. I think I think cheating is not, especially when when it comes to online games and stuff mm -hmm. like that as well. Uh, but, but back in those days, it was so much fun to figure out how to, to hack the system. Um, so, so, yeah. It just I, came to me when we started talking about NASCAR that that's something that happened. <laughs> I played a console, so I never had, like, the PC stuff. So my hacking slash cheats where whatever cheat codes I could put into the game. Uh, I think I, I remember there was a there was a racing game on the Sega Saturn. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot exactly what it was called. It might be called Daytona, but it just had like that soundtrack and everyone remember everyone that played that game just knows like the little bit that the guy sings because he says it really loud and he's like Daytona <laughs> like and everyone remembers that. Uh, uh, I do remember that I, that I had a, a program that you could have running in the background that would uh, track whatever variables and stuff like that that the, that the, the games were, were throwing at you. So, for instance, um, you could then find the variable for how many um, you know uh, um, bullets you had in your gun, for instance. Mm -hmm. And then, as soon as that program knew, then you could just set it to always have 99 bullets. So, every time you shot, it went down to 98 and then back up to 99, uh, things like that. Um, My, yeah. we've come far <laughs> from just being able to alter your game at any will. Now it's changing. It's, uh, fun times, but I, I don't cheat anymore. It's not fun. <laughs> um, anyway, I started watching a show called Drive to Survive a while back ago um, on Netflix. And I've mentioned this before, I think, on the mm -hmm. show. Um it is F1, and F1, I really enjoy F1, and the show is actually responsible for kind of getting me into the actual racing aspect of F1. But the show is centered around, like, the background drama that happens before the races. Um, mm. Whether it's, like, rivalries between the racers, 
Um, excuse me. Rivalries between the racers, um, internal drama between like a racer and the organization, or just different people within the organization, or organizations against each other, or working together, and different things like that. It adds just a new dynamic to actually like watching the race because you're like, oh, like all of this stuff is going on in the background, yet so many people only see the race. Um, mm. I have watched like plenty of things that have talked about the show in both positive and negative. Like people who are hardcore F1 fans that have been watching it for years, they think that uh, people that it's not doing a good job of getting people into F1 because it's not telling them enough about all the different things that go into the race itself. I disagree with that concept because it got me into F1, and mm. I've started looking up all that stuff naturally on my own. Uh, Somebody was watching, I was watching a video and somebody was started going deep into the dynamics of the car. Mm. And I was like, okay, that stuff is cool. But when I'm first getting into something, I don't need to know all the downforce and all that stuff that goes into what makes this like the most sophisticated driving machine. Mm. That stuff can come later. All I want to know is like, I got the hook with the drama. And then the race itself, like, you see the snippets that are really cool, and then I started watching the races, and I was really into it. But now, Season 3 just came out for Drive to Survive, which covers the last season, the 2020 season, and it's really good. I'm on the last episode. So, so do, do the cars have to have, like, a two meters distance to each other? You know, social um, distancing? Not, not the cars. No, oh, okay. not the cars. Um <laughs> I think they're long enough so that even if you're right next to someone, there is natural distance, so you're covered. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, so okay. you're covered there. I, I'm just thinking about, you know, they need to be safe, need to be safe. That's. Uh... <laughs> uh, but I'm really enjoying this one. This is the first season that I've watched where I actually knew race results beforehand. Because mm. I've, I've watched a few of the races that happened in 2020, so this just kind of enhanced what I had already watched. So... Was that spoilery for you as well, in some uh, way? It kind of, yes. Like, it's it's a weird dynamic, right? Um, because I knew the race results. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it does create something different. I guess, like, some people get that, that don't mind seeing spoilers for shows that they watch on TV. It's about the journey, right? Yeah, like, they're yeah. like, oh, even though I know that character A is not going to make it, I want to see the build-up to that moment. And then it will be more impactful because I knew it was coming and I couldn't see when it was coming. Wait, who did you, did you say the father was? Character B. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is kind of like that. While I don't enjoy spoilers for the most part, um, I'm not going to not watch like a whole entire season of raising just for this show. Um, mm. Because I, I do like F1. Like I like watching the races. I think that F1 is probably some of the most entertaining uh, racing other than maybe something like Dirt Rally and things like that. Like Dirt Rally is pretty darn cool. F1 is not my thing and I think it's down to, to one thing in particular. I don't like how the cars look. What? That's like part of this. I love the way the cars look. I don't like it. You know what? If you want to catch my drift oh. uh -huh, car lingo um, <laughs> <laughs> then um, you need some, some proper sports cars like like you know give give me a show about need for speed or something like that <laughs> or, or what's it called the other franchise uh um fast and furious then i'm on board that's that's my jam 
Okay, street <laughs> street cars that are souped up. They just need to look nice. I mean, it's not all street cars that are nice either, but just a you know, nice sports car. I love the aesthetic, so. Yeah. Uh, Alright, F1, that's what I've been up to on that end, but you got something that you've continued as well. Yeah, it, this is a different kind of race, the thing that I'm working. That's more like the long, in, in it for the long haul. Let's just yes. put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I'm still watching Critical Role. I'm still very much enjoying it. And I think I'm, since I've started DMing as well, I think I'm just starting to appreciate the show even more, uh, to, in some weird way. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just really, really enjoying it. I'm, I just finished episode 12. Um, so, poof, that is like what? 48 hours of content mm-hmm. um, <laughs> something like that uh, and, and and to be honest even more content because I started watching they, they do like a small talk show as well on tu- uh, the Tuesday they, they, they do the Tindy session on Thursday and then the Tuesday after they have like a small one hour talk show where they just interview some of the, the gay uh, uh, players um, so sometimes I've watched that as well if something particularly interesting has happened in the episode so uh, and I just finished one that was just amazing and it ended like on this amazing cliffhanger uh, and I just love the 12, 12 episodes in so 48 hours into this there's so much backstory that is not until now slowly mm-hmm. uh, unfolding about the different characters and mm-hmm. it's it's so cool and it's so fun to see how much they actually uh, you, everyone just put into their characters of, of you know backstories and things like that because to be honest I feel like the characters we have in our session has some interesting backstories and things like that uh but it's small things i mean i think everyone wrote like half a page maximum um and the 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 elaborate backstories that some of these characters have is like crazy already now just 12 episodes it so so yeah um but, but but really, really enjoying it still. It, it's really cool. And I'm sorry if you can hear purring. It's my cat. <laughs> um, she wanted some attention. Apparently, sleeping is, is overrated right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that their backstories are pretty in-depth. And uh, it's so challenging to do something like that, though. Like, yeah. all of those, those people are, like, really into it. And they're experienced with doing things like this. I don't want to say like experienced like D&D players. Some of them obviously are, but some of them might have just started like with Critical Role. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like getting into roles and character backstories and understanding what makes a character good, they're all voice actors. So they've been involved with characterization for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so it I is just... pretty good. I think it's just like learn from it but yeah. don't hold yourself to the standard no, 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 that no, they no, do no. because it's ridiculous i mean I, as i see it i see it as, as inspiration because mm-hmm. i'm not matt mercer i'm not a professional voice actor and i've never been doing acting at all so you know i i can't make up 10 characters on the spot and then give them all different voices mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I cannot do that um but i mean i'm not supposed to i i'm inexperienced when it comes to all this but i should the, the thing that i should focus on is it's just getting you know whatever happened in the scene get that to you guys so you understand what's going mm-hmm. on and that's the important part and then that's what you know uh, i just need to try and, and focus a little bit on instead of just you know doing doing voices for everything i mean it's fun to try and do something silly once in a while uh, also just to maybe uh, as i get more used to it maybe push myself a little bit out of the comfort zone mm-hmm. um but i think for now it's just make, making sure that you guys get the message 
Well, we've been getting the message. <laughs> Good. All right. Anything else on the critical role front? Uh, sorry, what was it? I thought about something. Oh, yeah, no. Back to the backstory. Uh, something just interesting that I found out was the two of the characters know each other beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually did like a, their own little session where they just talked about how much they, they knew about each other and what happened to them. And on top of that, they also had a session, like a proper session off camera with, with the DM. Uh, where they played through some of the different things that that happened, uh, like just the one-on-one kind of thing. So mm-hmm. the amount of prep that just goes into to like these characters and and just this uh, campaign is, is crazy. Yeah, it helps when that's like kind of your main focus. Yeah, it's your job. <laughs> yeah, when you're getting paid to do it, it kind of makes it a little bit better, right? Maybe in a few years. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Um, Something that I've gone back to, I've mentioned that I'm a fan of anime, and I have Crunchyroll, and there's so much anime on Crunchyroll, which means, of course, that I have to go back and watch things that I've already watched before, <laughs> rather than watching something new. Um, it's it's mainly due to this reason. It's mainly due to sometimes when the kitten is acting crazy. And I can't do anything in any of my games because they require too much attention. And I can't start something new because I need to pay attention to new things and what's going on. I just go back to things that I've already watched that I enjoy. So I started watching Dragon Ball Super over again, which is the newest iteration of the Dragon Ball franchise. Other than Dragon Ball Heroes, which I have no idea how to watch. I don't know if it's canon. I don't know what's going on with that thing. But it's around. Um... (laughs) But Dragon Ball Super is... It's fun. The animation starts off a little bit weird. When you actually rewatch it, I was like, why does this look so weird? <laughs> Compared to even like Dragon Ball Z and even how it ends up looking later on. Um, like You could tell that it was like, let's kind of see if people are interested in this. And it turned out that people were, so more funding got put and the animation got better later on. I really enjoyed the Dragon Ball universe. And Dragon Ball Super is no exception. So if you like anime, you like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, go watch Super if you haven't already. And even if you have, it's still worth watching it again. Awesome. So Crunchyroll, is that like a streaming service from, for, for anime? Yes. Um, okay. It's it's really cool. Like One of the cool things about it is that actually for a lot of the anime that is being still in progress, like releasing, mm-hmm. you can catch it an hour after it releases in Japan on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. So hmm. it's kind of like the mecha for anime now there are some that aren't on there obviously you have like the companies like funimation that produces their anime they're the ones that do dragon ball Mm. um you can't catch dragon ball or dragon ball z on crunchyroll but it's on funimation like they have it locked onto their platform so i'm pretty sure dragon ball super will eventually do that as well um unless they're just like you know what we need to have it on crunchyroll so that we get more eyeballs on it yeah, it seems like some of it is not available in my region. Ah, One Punch Man. I just wanted to quickly check it out. One Punch Man. I'm, season one is not available in my region, but season two is. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, if you've never, <laughs> if you've never watched it, and this goes for anybody out there, um, I don't know why. Oh, it's because one of my friends at work he started watching the series. But mm. if you've never watched Attack on Titan. If it is available in your region, check both Netflix and Crunchyroll. 
Okay, if it's on either of those, yeah, it's 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 on my to to view lists on Netflix. Attack on Titan. Watch it. Okay. Watch it. It is so good. It's. Oh, it's actually, brutal. it's done. There's four seasons, and that's yeah. it. Okay, then I might actually jump into it because it has an ending. I think these days, if it's not something that I'm really into, I, I, I'm, I'm very hesitant about starting something new, uh, where the, the where it's not. It's ended. ongoing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I think even still, you wouldn't be disappointed if even if it was ongoing. Like, hmm. watch Attack on Titan. It's really good. Oh, I need to. I need to. What's it called? The Dracula one. Castlevania. I need to finish. Oh that yeah, one. yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still watching. I still haven't finished that. I think I should probably finish that up, up soon and then jump into Attack on Titan. Um, yeah, I need to re-go through uh, Castlevania as well. But mm. I like anime. Anime is good. There's mm. a lot of cool stuff out there. There's a lot mm. of stuff. Um, I'll put this out there. Normally we do this at the end. But if there's anybody out there and you watch anime, especially anime that's maybe not like in the limelight. So I know like I think... Um, like Jujutsu Kaisen is coming up and uh, Dr. Stone is coming up like I've started watching those as well but anything that maybe like might be flying under the radar but is really good um, let me know send us an email let us know on Twitter whatever's going on there I I, I want to know it all <laughs> awesome so being the big Marvel <laughs> cinematic universe nerd that I am it's probably not a big surprise to any of you that I have watched the very first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I know that you haven't, Mike, even <laughs> though you said you would. And I'm I, very disappointed. I'm I didn't very say I would catch it right away. <laughs> you said that you would not wait one week. Uh, well, it hasn't nine been weeks. a week. You wa- nine weeks on and, and watch everything in one go. You said you would probably watch this on a weekly basis, and I expected us to talk about it, and here I am cannot say a thing except that it has <laughs> flying and action and 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 it has the falcon and the winter soldier in it um but i can say that i, I enjoyed it uh, i'm curious to see where it goes the first uh, uh, episode didn't give too much away um but it's just again i cannot help but just you know the the it looks so good. It looks like a movie. It's movies, uh, cine- uh, cinematic, uh, cinematography, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It looks amazing, and we get forty minutes every week. I mean, it's it's a it's it's such a, a, a crazy world that we live in. That it's possible <laughs> to get movie like stuff like this, but but get getting like so many hours of it, almost like. I don't know how many hours. A lot of hours. <laughs> so I actually fully intended to watch the first episode before the podcast. Sure. I did, but I knew that <laughs> Selena would want to watch it, so I wanted to wait for her. Hmm. Um, Blame it on the girlfriend. <laughs> here's the issue, though, is that, one, it came out just yesterday, okay? Mm-hmm. I work all day. I get home. I'm a little so bit I. tired. So do I. There's a difference, though, because by the time we're recording the podcast, you've had all day Saturday, I haven't had all day Saturday. I I had to go get groceries. I didn't need all day Saturday. You know what? On Fridays, what we do is we we cook dinner, and then, uh, you know, we finish work, come home, cook dinner, and then we sit down in front of the television, watching the newest Disney show, and then eating dinner. That's how we do doing things. Okay, well, here's what we watched instead. Yeah, that's crap. Whatever you watch, that's crap. (laughs) Well, we had a little hiccup, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. Selena started something without letting me know. She started watching Cobra Kai. Yeah. 
And we know what starting Cobra Kai does to people. It gets you hooked right in and you can't just watch one episode. So she started binging it. And yesterday she was on the final season. So we couldn't watch anything else because she was finishing up Cobra Kai. I'm just hearing excuses, excuses, excuses. All I'm hearing. You know what? It sounds like you don't like Cobra Kai. (laughs) (laughs) And I think all of us that do like it should band together. (laughs) So I ended up watching um, season three all over again with Selena, pretty much, of Cobra Kai. Um, She finished up season three last night, though. So she should be free. To be able to watch all future episodes well, of this. Well, she probably start watching something else, and then next week it's the same thing. <laughs> but if I can know, if I can jump in before she starts something else and get it going, then we start the routine, and it should be fine. Okay. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, something else that I did start, though. Once again, I started it with Selena, so I've only seen one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we started The Witcher. Hmm. And I thought you started playing the game. No, when I saw the show notes. So one, I will probably never play the original Witcher. I'll probably actually never play The Witcher Two. Um, I tried The Witcher Two, and I could not get into the combat. Mm. Um, it was it just felt really clunky to me, and I think that's kind of been a complaint from a lot of people is that the combat is a bit clunky, even in a third game. Yeah. But it just, it didn't feel good to me. So the plan is actually to eventually go back and maybe watch some playthroughs so that I can get the story beats and then try playing The Witcher 3 myself and see if I can get that final story. But we started watching The Witcher on mm-hmm. Netflix and I really enjoyed the first episode. It was mm-hmm. a lot more brutal than what I thought it was going to be, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It I is. It is. It. I've seen the whole season and. And I have to say, though, that it feels like this is like an introduction to the it universe. It is. Um, this is based off of the book. Mm. Um, and I think that the book, it, this is like an older prequel type stuff to compared to the games. Yeah. But, but yeah, I feel like the whole season is just an introduction to the whole universe and, and things like that. It... it, 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 it um, there's a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of things that can happen, and so so yeah, I I don't actually know what the word is. I, I think there is a new uh, another season, right? It did get another season. At I least. think so. I think yeah. it got renewed. I think it, it did get renewed. Um, I think they just had. Oh, maybe that's what I remember. I think that they had to stop filming because of COVID and stuff like that. Mm. I think that's that's is what is messing with my brain. But but yeah, I really really enjoyed it. I haven't read the books. I haven't really played the games too much. I played the third one, but had the same issues that you're talking about. That I'm not really keen on, on how the combat works, um, and the world was just. I love a good open world game, but that was it was too large for me. Uh, yeah, that, that happens sometimes. <laughs> that was just so many things, um, and you know, it, it's not the thing is that I think that you know, some a lot of the open world games they have a lot of just you know filler content like my you know collect a thousand feathers is what I'm always <laughs> calling it, um, but this one doesn't. You have this huge open world and everything is 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 you know something that that has something to do with with and supports the mm-hmm. the whole whole world. Um, so so yeah, but. It's one of those games where I would love to play it. I have tried to get back into it, and it's just the same same thing that happens. That I just, you know, um, I just hit a point and like I, I need I need to do something else. It's it's heavy, mm-hmm. or, or somehow for me at least, I I need to be in a in a proper mindset to to, to start playing it. 
That's exactly what I was going to say, is that it seems like one of those games that you kind of, like, you really need to be in the mindset of, I want to play this, and I'm willing to give it, like, a bunch of time, and you need yeah. to be in that mindset for quite a bit of time. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like, I want to play 20 minutes, because then you just, the only thing that happens is that you get on your horse and ride from A to B, and then you're done. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those type of games. Yeah. Um, it's like the, uh, when I played Oblivion. Um, I played uh, The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. I played it on the Xbox 360, and I was still in high school at the time. And it just managed to hit at, like, I think it was in high school. Uh, it hit at the perfect time, where I just had the time to play it and get lost in the world and just have an amazing time in Oblivion. And I haven't been able to play an Elder Scrolls or Fallout game really since. I just haven't been sucked in in the same way. And it makes me wonder if Oblivion was really all that good. Or it just, <laughs> like I said, it hit me at the right time. Because I do have issues with Skyrim. And I'm like, so many people really, really love this game. And I don't get it. I'm like, every time I go into a cave, it feels like the same cave. Mm. Every dungeon feels like the same dungeon. Uh I, I wonder know. if it's one of those things where you should have been there when it was out and you might have enjoyed it, but since you moved on or something, because I try, I've tried to play uh, Skyrim as well and never really got into it. And I was like, but that was, you know, probably some years after it, mm -hmm. it, it, it released. So, I, don't so know. I was there when it came out, but okay. the game was broken on the PlayStation 3. Hmm, and when okay. I say it was broken, this is what would happen. And it was a known bug. You mm. would be walking around, and if you touched any body of water, your game would freeze. Awesome. Yeah. So I did it, and I was trying to play it, and I couldn't play it because I just... There's so much water in the game, and you just can't touch any water without the game <laughs> freezing that I just... I gave up that on it. must have been some cold water. Uh, I guess so, because it just completely <laughs> froze everything. But it was very disappointing, and it just put that bad taste in my mouth, and I've never really been able to hop back into it. Mm. Yeah, it's sad when stuff like that happens, where we're just, you know, looking forward to something, and then something, you know, like this happens, and you just, because you just get this uh, feeling attached to it, and that that's just difficult to shake again. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I'm pretty sure it, happen it has happened to me as well. I can't really remember anything right off the bat right now, but uh, but yeah, it, it, but it's totally something that can happen where you just, you know, um, and sometimes you, you can return to it way later and be like, oh, actually, now I quite enjoy it again, and other times it just sticks with you. So it, I don't know how it works, but it happens. Yeah, I try that like quite often to go back to something that maybe didn't quite settle with me when I gave it a go the first round. Maybe I didn't give it enough time. Maybe mm. I, it just hit me at the wrong time and I got distracted by something else. And I yeah. go back to it, and sometimes it's a hit, and other times it's just like, no, like... I remember why I didn't really play this. Yep. On you. So, should I jump into my one game that I played? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Because well, actually, one of mine is going to be super short. Well, which one of them? The World of Warcraft one. Okay. I can jump into that. Maybe we can just get out of the, that out of the way as well. Uh, I, I have played World of Warcraft this week as well. We had our last raid this week. Mm -hmm. um, I got my weapon from the end boss, so now it's perfect timing because now 
pretty much useless on, until the next patch. Well, it's not useless, but <laughs> I think I've just decided to just put World of Warcraft on a pause until mm-hmm. uh, until we, we get more information about the next patch, the next content patch, um, and then at that point, I think I will decide what I want to do because as it stands right now, I I, I feel like canceling my subscription. To be honest, I don't think that. I'm just not there at the moment, and there's a lot of different reasons that we don't necessarily have to talk about why I'm not there at the moment, but um, I'm just not feeling it anymore in the same way that I used to. I get that. I mean, you've been playing the game for many, many years um, since Vanilla, so... (laughs) Pretty much as long as I had my cat, and she's 17 years by now. Yeah, so... I think it's amazing that you've been playing the game this long, to be honest. Like, um... I think it's amazing that anyone has been playing this game for 15 years <laughs> plus. Um, but yeah, I get that. Especially um, the last expansion wasn't exactly the greatest in terms of doing things in game. And some people are feeling the fatigue already on this expansion. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily a horrible thing for people to take a step away and do other things and no. just put World of Warcraft on the back burner. Let them let them figure out whatever they're doing with the next patch and then come back, see what they have to offer. Yep. Um, on the World of Warcraft front, I actually finished... Uh, I've never done... This may sound weird, especially since the last tier... Um, not the last tier, but the last expansion for the first two tiers, I rated Normal and Heroic. And I have never done a 10 key. Hmm. I've never done... I And actually, to this day, I still have not done it in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did my first 10 key um, the other night with uh, the guild. They carried me through it. I was not healing it. I did switch from healing to DPS just so they could carry me through. Okay. Especially since they said that this week, whatever affixes are in place are bad affixes for healers. Mm. Um, so they were like... We can let you try to heal it if you want, like, but it might be really, really rough, especially since you're not used to doing this high level of key. Yeah. Um, I think the most that I've really delved into is probably like um, like a 6 or a 7-ish mm. and really been able to actually contribute at that level. But this one, I just switched to Shadow. I didn't die once. Um, I'm relatively decent when people tell me ahead of time what to expect. Yeah. I don't think it's that hard. For the most part, when people are like, hey, when you see this, hit your interrupt. When you see that forming, move out the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think raids are so much more difficult because you have so many people that you're expecting to do it and so many people don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Or there's just so much more mechanics that you're trying to worry about at the same time. So mm-hmm. it does get frustrating. But I finished my 10 and hopefully I will get a decent 220 item in my vault. Good luck. Thank Good you. Good luck on that. Yeah, I think when it comes to, to Mythic Plus, it's it's about getting into a... Um, it, it's sort of like, you know, like like on a raid, you go back in and you do the same raid over and over, week after week, so you slowly, you know, just get everything in place in your mind, where to go, what to do, and things like that. And it's the exact same th- thing with Mythic Plus, except that... Um, 
you know, there, there's more more dungeons. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. way more bosses. Uh, so you kind of, there's a lot of stuff that you just need to, you know, a lot of tactics that you need to learn. And especially when you then hit those, um, you know, uh, breakpoints where, oh, on, on this on this level, we get an, an additional ability. And on this level, we get a, a, a third ability and stuff like that. So, so the tactics constantly evolving so if you're just jumping in on one and you haven't done it before then it might i can imagine how that must be a little bit like whoa what's that the hell is going on here mm-hmm. um, um but, but you know obviously if, if, if you have done the grind slowly where week after week jumped in and you've done your dungeons and and uh, you know you get, you have an idea about what, what each dungeon is doing then obviously you, you slowly learn it that way instead so yep i agree um, uh, and lastly, in the World of Warcraft on the raid front, they nerfed Denathrius, the final boss in the raid, and it threw off the entire guild's timings on mm-hmm. everything. So we yep. spent the whole night pretty much reprogging uh, Denathrius and just trying to figure out how to consistently get from point A to point B. Um, we are getting there. Um, I have a feeling he might go down uh, this week, Wednesday. Awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, that's it's crazy, but that's you can really see how much you know small balancing things like that can do so much mm-hmm. because we push the boss because we we are we are ahead of you guys. We've been uh, farming it for weeks, so we have a little bit of better gear. Uh, so with the nerves, we actually pushed the boss into the last phase too early, mm-hmm. not because we wanted to but by mistake just by you know doing the normal dps that we've been doing all the time so we actually pushed him into the last um phase with two or three ads up still because we hadn't <laughs> even gotten around to kill those yet so um so yeah that that's how 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 much just a little balancing can mm-hmm. do to a boss we, we did that as well where it mm. was just like whoa, whoa 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 stop stop oh no all the dots on him just pushed him into yep. the next phase <laughs> um so that's the world of warcraft front it's out of the way. So I've been playing Valheim. Big mm. surprise, I guess. I, I think I'm sitting around 70 hours by now. Um, some might say that I have an unhealthy addiction. Uh, <laughs> I say that I'm having a good time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one before. <laughs> so so the, the past week I have spent on basically just farming materials um living the dream living the dream <laughs> but no it's actually been 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 fun it's not i mean towards the end i was just a little bit like yeah, i want i want to, to push progress now and, and move into the to the next uh move to the next boss but um but no i i i, I set the goal that i wanted to upgrade build uh, first of all craft all the new gear the bronze gear that i can build now and then upgrade everything and i and i i think in the beginning Beginning, what was killing me was that I ran. I, I had like an an outpost mm-hmm. where I would do my mining from. So I ran to that outpost, started doing some mining, but you know I can't carry, you know, a lot. Like you can't carry a lot of copper, for instance, to to go smelt that. Um, so what I found I found out was that hey, there is vehicles sort of like you you, you can get a cart. And you can put a lot of stuff on that card, and then you can carry way more than you would normally um, be able to carry. Um, the only thing is that you cannot bring copper and tin through portals. 
because they don't want you to make the game extremely easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you still need uh, a reason to have boats and, and stuff like that. So, But then what I found out is that the next tier boat actually have a storage space in it. So I built the next tier boat, and now what I've been doing is that I've been sailing up and down the coast, uh, and just every time I see a mining node, you know, park the boat, uh, go mine, put it in, put it in the storage, go back mine more, put it in the storage, and back and forth. And, and so every time when I came back with a big haul, I could make a lot of stuff at the same time, and it sped up things immensely. So uh, that was a little little learning experience for me right <laughs> there. And so so no, that was, so that made it a little bit more enjoyable. Um, just also just doing something that I haven't done too much, namely sailing, <laughs> sailing the boat and getting used to that. Um, so yeah, so today. Uh, Tom and Amanda and I are playing it together. I I, I used my last batch of of, of uh, bronze that I smelted and, and created some bronze armor and weapons for them. All my gear was totally 100% pimped out. Um, <laughs> and then I made some of the, the better food that we can make and that, which gives us loads of health and stamina. And then we went for the second boss and we killed him in the first try. And it was so much fun. Nice. Um, it was definitely something where I can see if you're a little bit less prepared for it that it might be challenging not that, not that it wasn't challenging it was definitely challenging for us as well there was a lot of stuff happening that we needed to kill and things like that but we were just you know everyone had decent gear for it at this point so mm-hmm. I can imagine if, if you go to it a little bit earlier that it would be a little bit more challenging than it was for us um, but I think it was still like a 5-6 minute fight or something like that it, it wasn't just hit, kill him and then it's over and mm-hmm. and it does have things where you need to make sure that you block the attacks and things like that or, or you take tons and tons of damage so um so yeah really really enjoyed it. it it was really good fun and 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 now we might be able to push you know the evolution a little bit further so now i don't know what we'll be able to to craft next but i'm definitely looking forward to find out because you know that that's the part that I find fun to to push the evolution and 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 be able to craft more stuff. I'm opening up Steam because I remember you said that you might give me the game to make me play it, <laughs> and I don't think that you've actually gone through with that. So I don't think I have to feel bad about not jumping in. Um, but well, I did. <laughs> I I do have a feeling that that you're not really into these type of games and that you might yeah. not enjoy it. So I would. I mean, we have limited time where we'll be able to play something together, and I don't really want to 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 make you feel bad about playing something you you might not even enjoy playing. Um, <laughs> so, with that being said, here just a few clicks. There you go, gifted, Michael. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching you guys because Tom shared his screen when mm-hmm. um when I was in the Discord, and I was watching you guys sail. And I was like, this is taking a long time. <laughs> it did. Taking... <laughs> we, did, we did sail against the wind, though. It, it does tend to take a bit longer when you're sailing against the wind, because then you're using the, what's it called, the rudder? Or the oars? What is it called? You row a boat. Yeah, uh, that's the oars. oars. Yeah, yeah, the oars. Yeah. Um, so in, instead of using the sail. So when you have the wind against you, it does take a little bit longer. Um, but when you have the sail in the wind, the sail in the wind, the wind in the sails, then it, uh, <laughs> it, it, it goes way faster. Yep. I watched it and I was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that I wasn't so meh about though is I started playing, uh, Disgaea 5 on my PlayStation 4 
And this is a, I've spoke about this series a while back. Okay. Um, this is a tactical role playing game. Um, think about Final Fantasy Tactics, Ogre Battle, things like that. It's grid based, um, turn based. So you take your turn, the enemy takes their turn. And it's over the top in so many different ways. It is more of like an anime theme style game. So mm-hmm. if you're into like the anime style, you'll enjoy this one. If you're into over the top, sometimes doesn't make sense. Um, but it's just kind of fun, stupid, fun. <laughs> it's, um, it's so, it's a, it's a good time. There's a character in there that is, um, essentially he's a muscle head and he never has anything intelligent to say. And he's always speaking in random lines that are kind of, um, they're taken from wrestlers in the nineties and, the. Uh, the early 2000s, like The Rock and Hulk Hogan and things like that. And he's constantly making references to, like, jabronis and brother and things like that. Uh, It's just a lot of fun. Now, aside from all of that, the gameplay itself is actually fairly deep. Like, if you could put all of that aside and you just want to enjoy a deep tactical RPG, like, that... It's very deep, and it will suck so much time away from you. I've been having an amazing time with it. I'm just showing you my webcam right now. This is how a cat is supposed to behave when you're doing a podcast, Mike. Is that how how you uh, you know feel like your cat is doing? Um, I don't know because Selena has her in the room because she's <laughs> okay. too crazy to have out here normally. <laughs> so for those who cannot see our webcams, my cat is basically just sleeping right next to me on uh, her cat tree. Um, so yeah, she basically has the cat tree right next to where I'm sitting, and there's also a shelf down here to my right as well, and that's why she's lying sleeping when I'm at the computer. <laughs> just want to point that out. Anyway, <laughs> this that's that's Bye. no that's no fair. Okay, my cat is just a kitten. <laughs> she's only about four months old, and she still has not even been spayed yet. Okay, that's <laughs> next week actually. Thursday, Thursday is the day. Uh, yeah, this guy five. I love the series. I love the over the topness. Um, there's enough there that if you just want to play the game and just get through the story mode with minimal grinding, you can do that and just enjoy the story. Or if you just want to get lost and completely consume part of your life, like that will be the way to go. There's definitely that aspect to the game too. Awesome. I, I did a quick look at it and I'm like, yeah, that's a Michael game. <laughs> yeah, the the style, the style itself is is one that you either kind of you like it or you don't, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, no. I did say that it was also for the Switch. I'm still looking for that game that that justifies me buying a Switch for myself, and I still just haven't found it. I think that if you're not like Mario, Zelda, Smash Brother type person, then um, I don't really feel like there's too many things that hmm. will sell the Switch for you. I'd still like to play the the. Oh my cat is almost falling down. Jesus, while she's sleeping. <laughs> anyway, I think that the Zelda game, I actually, what is it called? The Breath of Wilds, right? Breath of the Wild, yeah. Yeah, I, that is actually something that looks interesting to me. Something that that I actually still want to play. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I'm not, you know, 
I haven't really played a Zelda game in my life, so mm-hmm. it's not like I'm so invested uh, in it that I'm like, oh, this. 100%. I need to rush out. And get I just it. need it, and it just it, it doesn't justify me to just get, go get a Switch just because of that one game. I, I mean, my and my girlfriend does have a Switch, so maybe I'll just you know just buy the game there and mm-hmm. and, and just t- check it out on on, on her um, uh, Switch when she's not using it. Yeah, I'm an outlier where I'm a Zelda fan, and I mm-hmm. wasn't a huge fan of Breath of the Wild. Okay, um, I just didn't like the way that like the weapon system worked. Um, no, I think I've heard a lot about the weapon systems and that you don't want to use your best weapons because they break. Yeah, like, it's a system that, like, you learn to work with, right? Like, mm. um, any game that has durability, like, you learn how to work with it and get the most out of what you have. Um, and I'm not always a huge fan of those games either. And Breath of the Wild just kind of... You're talking to a guy who lives and breathes um, A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. And that is my go-to Zelda, even over Ocarina of Time. And you can't you can't convince me differently. It just it was the first game that I ever beat that required a save file, and it was such an accomplishment in my life. And I still play that game through a hundred percent at least once a year, usually. Like, mm. It just it stands up for me. It's not just one of those games that's rooted in my childhood. It's one of those games that defined my childhood and has continued to stand the test of time for many, many years on. Yeah. A game that I do want to maybe check out is... I don't know if it's out yet, but it's one of Ubisoft's... Uh, Ubi? How do you guys call it? I, I say Ubisoft. Yeah, I say Ubi some other reason anyway ubisoft ubisoft whatever <laughs> uh, one of the new games uh which i'm not sure if it's out yet is called I- immortals phoenix rising it is out it is out okay because it should think, have, yeah. have taken a lot of inspiration from uh breath of the wild as well and yes it's gotten some, some pretty good reviews uh i think as i gather um so it looks interesting and maybe something that i will look into once i'm, I'm done because i have a lot of Ubisoft games at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I have all the new newest Assassin's <laughs> Creed that I still need to play through. But I, I went on this Valheim craze instead. So, <laughs> yeah. Kind of put everything else on the back burner. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think of like new games that are coming out that I'm really into. Um, but at the moment, being broke, I haven't really looked into like games that are coming out. Uh, truthfully, I I want to play. Cyberpunk. Me too. I just I, want I to wanna I just, play it. I just think I want to wait six months and mm-hmm. get all, get all the patches and all the bug fixes. <laughs> yeah, because like from what I've heard, there's there's a decent game there. Mm. It's just that there was a bunch of stuff wrong with the launch, and yeah. it just wasn't quite ready to be launched, and they did I'll, it anyway. I'll but... get it on sale. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't want to pay sixty bucks for it right now. Like. No. Something that's free, Michael, that we can talk a little bit about is our D&D sessions that we do every Sunday now. Yes, um, we had our second session this past week, and as of recording right now, we'll, well, as everyone's listening to it, we'll be three sessions in. Mm-hmm. But um, session two, we finally had some combat. Well, most of, of the party did. Um, I spent some of that combat face face first in the ground <laughs> I went down I think it was from a rat <laughs> yeah I don't know what it was but that I've never had this good dice 
play <laughs> ever playing D&D. Everything just hit, and when they hit, they almost hit max hit points, and it was crazy. And I, I at some point, I started just to either you know be like, oh, it didn't hit, uh, or <laughs> deducting damage and stuff like that, because you know it, it's the first dungeon. I don't want to discourage people as well. Um, I, I I didn't do it too much, but I, I did at some point just let's just ease it down just a little bit because I don't want to you know scare scare people away like in the first dungeon. <laughs> Um, also, I think that that someone decided to use the, all their three bolts magic missile on one mob, and I was like, you know what? Uh, sorry, I will not do this going forward. But right now, I just have to jump in and say that's a lot of damage on one mob. I sure don't want to spread them out because <laughs> this is a beginner dungeon. These these mobs don't have crazy amounts of health, so it, it would have been wasted. Um, but uh, so I, I did feel like I overstepped my bounds a little bit. But I was also sort of like, just hey, um, maybe. <laughs> Maybe just rethink what you're doing right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was um, it was quite the adventure. So I I'm probably in the minority here, or at least like for people that play quite a bit, I think that they understand like the grander concepts of D and D versus like other games that you might play. Because um, I know somebody at the party brought up like. Like, why don't we have a whole bunch of healing? Like, why doesn't every character have healing? And mm. I'm just like, I'm like, that's the way this game works. Like, it's not, it's meant to be that way, where not everyone has an answer for everything. Um, to, it's not World of Warcraft. No, you, you, <laughs> you, you need to think and you need to, to, you know, do things together as a team. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can't just go like I did when I we played a one shot just you know charged in and just starting hitting the biggest baddest mob that was there and uh, I also had to kiss the floor and, and be like can someone heal me <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah yeah I think that's a challenge for some people is like learning that concept and then of course some people just happen to play characters that don't really do that period yeah. um, like I'm trying to find a balance there because my character is very headstrong, hmm. go in, but at the same time, I do think that I am finding a balance of attempting in certain situations to actually use tactics. Yeah. I mean, your, your character should be the one going in there and doing what you're mm-hmm. doing. I just th- think you were just very, very unlucky that I rolled really, really well. Because you do have, yeah. uh, considering what kind of mobs we were, we're fighting here, you do have a high AC. Um, mm-hmm. For those who don't know, I'm getting hit by a rat with an armor class of 18. <laughs> and not only am I getting hit by the rat, but I'm going down. You're I'm getting... going down by the rat. These are vicious, giant rats, Michael. <laughs> it's not small, normal rats. You have to, to know that. This um, isn't your average Diablo rat. Okay? No, <laughs> this is a vicious, deceased-ridden Rats ate creature. someone pumped up on steroids and it went over... <laughs> But no, but overall, I really enjoyed the, that session as well. I think it's way different than what we've been doing up so far because up so far, everything has been sort of like more free form. It's come from my head and, uh, you know, uh, more than, than, than now where we're actually in the dungeon, which is straight out of, from the book. Uh, so it's me having to go to, oh, now they went into room number 13. What is in here again? <laughs> um, things like that. So it's definitely a little bit more. Um, I mean, I just need to get used to it, but it is a little bit more, you know, stressful for me because I can't just 
well, I could potentially just make stuff up. Uh, I, I think the whole idea behind this was that we wanted to, uh, you know, explore the dungeons as they are and just see how how is you know, um, uh, how how does the and D work when it's something that's already you know pre written and, and things yeah. like that. So, um, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. I do think it's it's. It's. I think both things are fun in, in but in different ways. I really love, really enjoyed us just being in the town and you doing some, you guys investigating and trying to find all the clues that I've put out. But it's also just fun having some a lot of combat and just you know basically basically do like a dungeon crawl uh, and mm-hmm. figure out where to go and, and things like that. So I, I I don't know how you guys feel about the, the second session here, but I, I, I enjoyed that as well uh, as the first session so far. I, I really enjoy it. I think that um, once, once I get into like a scenario of like, this is the dungeon, I want it to move. Like, mm. I want to keep moving, keep moving. And that's kind of where the challenge of playing with other people come into play is yeah. that not everybody wants to do that. Like, some people want to search everything. Some people <laughs> want to discuss other things. And I'm more of like, let's keep moving, let's keep moving, let's go. And that's both my character and me personally. Yeah. Like, that's a bit of my own character trait where I'm like, let's go. That, Combat. That, there's two things that I really, really loved that happened. First thing that I, I thought was so much fun, especially because I know what could have happened. Um, and I don't know if I should say this because you could potentially still go back and do it, but I think I'll risk it and do it anyway. Uh, you guys went into a room which has five uh, sacro... Oh, what's it called? I can never say that word. Sac- Sacrophrosis? Uh, Sacrifice? Uh, no, tombs-like things where... Oh, sarcophagus. You know, yes, that's Sarcophagi. the word. Uh, yeah, it had five of those. Uh, and as soon as, as you guys realized that it had, had those, you just closed the door and said, as a paladin, I don't think we should disturb the dead. <laughs> and then we just moved on. I just, I just loved that situation so much. Uh, it was so much just fun to see the reaction to it. And especially knowing what, you know, is in there, both enemy-wise, if there is enemies there, and reward-wise, if there is rewards in there. Yeah, um... <laughs> So that was a character moment because, mm. like, the horror movie fan in me suspected that something might might be in there. Uh, both, like, obviously in history and in many video games where there is potential danger, there are potential rewards. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I want to open that can of worms? But I was like, no, 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 my character would not do that. So <laughs> um, that that was definitely a moment where I had to put myself aside mm-hmm. and like embrace the character that would not actually want to go in or even if he did go in, would not be comfortable seeing other people like disturbing the dead so mm-hmm. i had to i had to go through with it even though the uh the other part of me was just like <laughs> lift them all up let's see what we got behind sarcophagi number one yeah the second moment that i really really enjoyed was that you were sort of um you had like a weird angle that you needed to go get into a room and you knew that was that there was enemies there um and but you were sort of they were like they could see you if you just went into the room they would be able to see you straight up and engage combat and so it was interesting to see how you chose to um you know get around that and actually turn the whole situation around so you actually had the advantage mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things where you, you never know how, how people are going to to 
well, I, it's, it's the first time being a DM, so obviously I don't know, but this is... So when I say always, it's always interesting. That's <laughs> at least how I imagine it. But it's always interesting to see how you guys will, you know, do a certain thing. Because obviously, yeah, I have three different ways in my mind how I would do it right now. Just But that's me knowing everything about the room. And um, so it was really interesting to see. And I really, really loved how you you guys did it. And I just, uh, and yeah, so I, I gave you the advantage of actually getting a full round of damage in on, on, on the mobs before initiative. So really, really enjoyed that, that, uh, that bit as well. Yeah. In that moment, I kind of wish that I played more of a head, head charging character because I, my initial thought was like, wouldn't it be cool if I just put my shield up and just ran at them mm-hmm. and just and went did. at it. You I mean, did. yes, but I meant it before we even made any distraction. All right. As in, okay, like, okay. as in, like, imagine it's a movie and like Aragorn's <laughs> running through, shield up, and all the arrows are slamming into the shield, mm-hmm. and I just go in, I boom, smack yeah. them with the shield. I was like, that would have been cool. I'm pretty sure that if you hadn't had that episode with the rats earlier, that's you might have done that. Maybe, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> The rats kind of put some uh, some brake pads on my <laughs> certain actions, but yeah, but no, I'm really looking forward to it, and I have finished setting up the last pieces uh, in uh, for for the next part that you guys are going to to get into. Um, I was a little bit worried before that you would be getting too far ahead of where I thought you guys would be, but you actually didn't. So um, it's definitely you know good a good. Uh, experience to get and to see see how far. I mean, technically, I think you, you did spend a lot of time. Where you went back and forth. You couldn't really decide yeah. which way to go. I, I think if you've gone straight uh, directly there, then you probably could have gotten to the end of, of this level. Um, mm-hmm. But since that's not always how it works when you're walking around in the dark, then uh, then you didn't. So so I think I have I have a, a feeling that you might get to the end boss. Uh, tomorrow um, but if you actually get to engage and kill him or whatever mm-hmm. you guys want to do um, I don't know yet I'm really unsure if, if we will just get to the end room and be like yep time's up for today you'll have to wait until next week um, but I would love if you actually got there and finished it off Um, so would I <laughs> <laughs> Simply because it's it's a culmination, right? It's always yeah. fun to see like the payoff of uh, of the adventure itself. I think yeah. that's cool. I think it depends what time we get there. If if we are there, a, you know, in a little bit of time before we normally end, I think we could possibly just ask if people wanted to continue beyond in the scheduled time and just yeah. get it over. It. But yeah, we'll see tomorrow what happens, and you'll hear about it in the next episode. All right. Um, with that, we have reached the end of this episode. So thank you all for tuning in once again. And once again, if you are into anime and you have anime that is a little bit under the radar, go ahead and let me know through many different means. You can do so by emailing the show at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com. You can also follow us over on Twitter at two nerds, maybe more with the number two in front. And as always, you can check out the website at two nerds, maybe more.com, which has this episode and all of our previous episodes. But for now, I think we're going to go ahead and head out because Marty is already probably loading up Valheim to get <laughs> back into the world. <laughs> Actually, 
Well, actually, I'm going to have a call with uh, a new player who will be joining D&D. Not this week, but probably next, next week. So I'm actually going to have a call with him now um, before Valheim to just talk to him about his character. Awesome. So mm -hmm. fun stuff is happening there. Mm -hmm. uh, we will catch you all later. Thank you once again for tuning in. And until next time, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you around. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.